Lightweight, a Bright Sessions fan fiction, written by Stark Raving, read by God of Laundry Baskets. Summary. Caleb and Adam go to a party. It's a nice party. The food is good. The people are chill. Then Caleb eats like three fucking pot brownies by accident. Getting snacks for your giant, high, empathetic boyfriend is not the worst way to spend a night. Adam can honestly, for real, admit that Caleb's teammates are not actually all humongous frat boy assholes in muscle shirts. In fact, only one of them is wearing a muscle shirt, and the one in the muscle shirt is also in Adam's AP Calc class, and apparently his ability to crush a beer can against his forehead hasn't stopped him from getting a 4.0. Several of them have 4.0s. Adam knew that on an intellectual level, of course. Something about all of them standing together in jerseys made them kind of vanish individually for some reason. Cheerleader effect, says Kate McLean, who has a cider in her hand and winged liner out to her temples. When a bunch of people stand in a group, you stop perceiving the details of each person and view them holistically. This tends to make everyone more attractive. It's why they all move in packs. Bobby Kenzie, the second-string quarterback and her best friend, looks up from the blunt he's trying to light, offended. Hey, that's not true. He tries to push Katie away with his palm over her face. She bites at him. See? She's rabid. Don't buy into her fucking slander. We are 
all individually gorgeous. He raises his voice. Except Henderson, who's ugly as fuck. God, someone just put him down already. Faintly from the other side of the house. Fuck you, Kenzie. Adam, who has been nursing a plain Coca-Cola for the last ten minutes, says, Are the migratory habits of football players really that interesting to you, Katie? Katie snorts. Hell no! I'm gay as fuck. It's the cheerleaders I'm monitoring. Bobby and Katie high-five, except Katie is drunk, so her palm smacks Bobby right in the face. Katie, you useless lesbian! Ha! Bobby shoves Katie down a nearby hall and moves as if to follow her, then hesitates. Hey man, you're here with Caleb, right? Uh, yeah. Adam takes a drink of his soda to mask the immediate nerves that rise at the question. I am here with Caleb. Cool, cool. He didn't ditch you, did he? Bobby's eyes narrow in suspicion. Because sometimes he just, like, jets out of these parties like a weirdo and doesn't tell anyone he did it, so people think he's lying in someone's lawn somewhere, or people would think that if Michael's actually drank, which he doesn't because he's lame. Bobby lets that stand for a moment, looking hyperbolically annoyed, but not really. Anyway, don't let him ditch you like a loser. Uh, he just went to get some food real quick. Adam looks around. Really quick, in this case, meaning like half an hour ago. Food's downstairs in the den. He probably got roped into a Cards Against Humanity or something. He fucking kills at that game. Bobby points a finger. Don't let him ditch you. Adam snorts. He's not ditching me. I know, like, he really likes you, dude, but he's kind of dumb in groups. Don't let him ditch you. Adam isn't sure why that makes him smile, but it does. I think Katie found the cheerleaders. He jerks his head as delighted screaming originates from down the hall. Should you stop her? Ah, fuck. Adam navigates the house, sipping his watery soda to deflect any misguided notions that he might want someone to talk to him. He doesn't recognize at least half of the partygoers, so they're probably from other schools in the area. He's already feeling pretty tapped out from meeting the team in a giant group earlier, and suspects there were instructions to be cool, guys. Seriously, be cool because some of them seem to be going especially far out of their way to chat him up. Imagining Caleb nervously negotiating with a bunch of football players to be nice, Adam logs that mental image away to tease him about later, if he can find him. After about five minutes of unsuccessfully hunting, Adam begins to worry Bobby was right. Not about the ditching, but about the jetting away from groups thing. What appears to be randomly sprinting away from parties to the casual observer 
was likely Caleb just getting overwhelmed by the collective drunk emotions of other teenagers and piecing out. Seems weird that he wouldn't text if that were the case. Adam triple-checks his phone a few times, scans the dark, slightly smoky confines of the basement. The pool table's been converted into a buffet line of chips, dip, mini hot dogs, and dessert. There are piles of people in the corners of the room, chatting and or making out. Adam recognizes most of the defensive linemen yelling happily at each other over the couches near the far wall. Adam hesitates, then carefully wanders over to inspect the activities and scan for Caleb. He tries to be stealthy. Unfortunately, team captain, David Yen, spots him over his hand of poker cards and, of course, shouts at him. Hey, Adam, wanna play? Uh, maybe next round. Anyone seen Caleb? I think he got lost on his way to the pizza rolls or whatever. The group immediately burst up laughing. Yen points at the love seat by the TV. A very tall person in a letterman's jacket is flopped there with their arms over their face. Said tall person is wearing the same jeans and sneakers that Caleb was last seen wearing. They are built like Caleb, improbable shoulder-to-waist ratio, and weirdly attractive forearms. But this tall person cannot possibly be his improbable boyfriend, because the tall person on the love seat looks... drunk, maybe? Or like they fell asleep in a crowd of raucous teenagers. Both impossible things. I think it's kicking in, Yen laughs. Adam immediately goes on alert. What is? I saw him eat, like, three pot brownies earlier. Adam's eyes get very large. Say what now? Pot brownies, like, some pretty strong ones. I know he doesn't, you know, do that. So I told him to sit down. Adam physically climbs over the first string defensive tackle and the second string running back to get to the love seat, disturbing a bowl of Cheetos on his way across the room. He leans over and gently puts a hand on Caleb's arm, shaking him. Hey, buddy, what's up? Caleb groans and rolls over. It's a very slow, lethargic kind of moving. Lots of stretching and unnecessary arcing. Caleb drops his arms to squint up at the face hovering over him. Then he grins. Fuck, that smile is white sunshine. Adam's brain, easily distractible in this area, stops for a moment to admire the geometry of his boyfriend's face. It's like... something. A renaissance painting. The golden ratio is there somewhere, in the way his eyes crinkle at the corners, and his mouth kinks up into left-side dimple. There is divine intervention in the warm brown of his skin and the clean line of his jaw. He's ridiculously fucking hot, okay? Adam shakes himself out of it. Caleb, you okay? Mm, green, 
he says cheerfully, running a hand over his face. Yeah, I'll bet you are. Are you sure you're okay? Caleb laughs, a warm, sleepy sound, and reaches for Adam, catching his arm. Come here. Hey, I need to talk to you. Adam heroically resists being pulled onto the couch by his giant running back boyfriend. No, you need to stand up and probably go home. Why? Because you're really high. Maybe. Not maybe. Definitely. 100%. So what? Adam lowers his voice. So we might want to get away from the big crowd of drunk people? Caleb blinks confused, then remembers apparently that he's a fucking empath. Oh, okay. Right. He nods. Smart. Yeah. You're worried? Caleb frowns, brows knitting. Why are you worried? Adam laughs, the act itself banishing some of the niggling anxiety, and Caleb's grin comes back, relieved and sympathetically cheery. Adam has a sneaking suspicion that his good mood might be a contact high, so to speak, from being around his teammates, who seem all to be in relatively high spirits presently. Adam resolves to be calm and logical. It would be incredibly lame of him to fail at being an empathic true north by getting all panicky and thereby making his empath boyfriend freak out while high as balls. I'm not worried. You're just a dork who can't tell pot brownies from normal brownies. Caleb pouts. They had sprinkles. Oh, the sprinkles fooled you? Pot brownies don't have sprinkles. Yen from the other couch pipes up. Yes, they do, Michaels, you fucking geek. Adam nods. See, Team Captain says so. You are duped by sprinkles. That's adorable. No, Caleb grumps. Jesus, you're really high. Come on. Adam takes Caleb's elbow and tugs, eventually pulling his arm over his shoulders so that he gets the idea. Let's go. Up, we're going for a walk. Let's walk it off, champ. Hey, no, no. Well, fuck me, I guess. Caleb's on his feet, but he's turned Adam's helpful arm drape into a hug. Yen and the defensive line are dying of laughter, which only makes Caleb increasingly giddy. Adam tries to pry his way out of the bear hug, but gives up and tolerates the warm, nice-smelling rib crush of Caleb's embrace. Mostly because he literally cannot get away, but 
partially because there's kind of a rabbiting excitement jacking through his nerves because Caleb is hugging him in public and nothing bad is happening. He eyeballs the rest of the team. The team cornerback is giving Adam an enthusiastic, if somewhat assholish, thumbs up. So, none of you are going to help. Rogers and Masuri shake their heads. Yen is too busy taking a selfie. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Adam kind of grabs Caleb's elbow, his arms still firmly around his shoulders, and marches through the chortling linebackers, dragging Caleb with him. Caleb's weight falls partially against him, but not quite enough to drag him down his dead weight. He hums happily and presses his face against Adam's neck, which is, you know, completely earth-shatteringly unfair. He was wrong. There is no God. Adam focuses on putting one foot in front of the other, relying on the smoke and commotion to hide how red he's getting, and not just because Caleb is goddamn heavy. Hey, Caleb says. His cheek brushes Adam's jaw. Hey, Adam. Yep. I'm hungry. Can we go to Taco Bell? Jesus. Yes, Caleb. We can go to Taco Bell, you fucking pothead. Yes! You're the best! Caleb kisses him on the cheek. Adam's whole goddamn face is now surely lit internally. No one cares. Literally, no one is looking at them. He knows this. He can tell everyone is far too busy doing whatever they're already doing to notice Adam Hayes and Caleb Michaels struggling to get up the fucking stairs because Caleb won't stop nuzzling him. It's fine. Happy thoughts. Adam succeeds, just barely, in lead-dragging Caleb out the front door and into the driveway, where the cool air and distance do the work he was hoping for. It takes about five blocks of walking out from suburbia towards the distinctive glow of fast-food establishments, but eventually, Caleb stops bear-hugging him and kind of squints around like he hadn't noticed the sudden change of scenery. When they reach the sprawl of streetlights and late-night restaurants, he grimaces and scrubs his face with both palms. Oh, God, he says into his palms. Adam pats him on the shoulder. Breathe. Oh, my God. He drags his hands down his face. Adam grins. It's fine. That was so embarrassing. Oh, God, what the fuck? Seriously, it's fine. No worries. I'm sorry, I ruined it. You were supposed to have fun at the party. Trust me, I'm wholly entertained. Caleb frets at the crosswalk in front of Taco Bell. This is so weird. I've never... I didn't know... 
know what. It's like, I can feel your emotions, but it's blurry and far away, kinda. In a bad way? No, just not as strong somehow. Everyone's emotions felt distant. Like they were their emotions and mine, and they didn't mix as much. So, Pot mellowed out your powers? Maybe? I don't know. Kinda? Okay, good to know. Live and learn. Caleb's whole face scrunches up. Fuck, I kissed you in front of people. Let's get you a crunch wrap. Oh man, that sounds so good. Shit, I'm sorry. I really didn't mind, and no one cared, dude. But that wasn't cool. I didn't ask her anything. Oh, jeez. Adam sighs and taps Caleb on the shoulder. When he turns, Adam boosts up slightly to press a quick kiss to his jaw. You're fine. He drops back down and slaps the back of his hand against Caleb's chest. Feel that? Even fuzzy and distant, you gotta feel that, right? He grins at Caleb's slow, hopeful smile. See, you're good. Now let's get tacos. The end. Oh, it is love from the first time I set my eyes upon yours. Thinking of losing love. Time I press my hand into yours 